What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, right, let's start again. So we, we need to introduce the show. So what? any ideas? Yeah, I could do this. Welcome to the writing community chat show. <laughs> oh, better sing it again. What about like a, a rock version of that? Welcome to the writing community chat show. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Do you know what, Sonic? We'll just stick some sound effects in there. Yeah, just do that. The truth shall set you free. Oh, baby. Peanuts, get your peanuts here. Awesome. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Writing Community Chat Show. And in classic style, I kind of fucked up the intro. But we're here, and it's Indie Wednesday, and we are live, and really happy to be live. It's pretty fantastic. Mr. Hooley's up in the loft, um, so we're hoping Nigel, the little ghost, doesn't appear, or, you know, something crazy happens. And we've got a good show, really good show for you tonight, and we've got a couple of competitions to announce the winners for, and we've got a load of tips for writing, and we're just going to have a bit of fun and see how it goes. So... How are you, Mr. Hooley? How's your week been? Yeah, I mean, I can't believe it's only Wednesday, to be honest. It's going very slow. <laughs> yeah, I think we've both had a pretty uh, long week already, to be honest <laughs> with you, in our in our working lives. You know, uh, fighting crime is not easy as a supervillain. Not a supervillain, I mean, that's backwards. Yeah, the vigilante uh, stuff is really getting to me. Like, I don't know <laughs> yeah. how Batman does it. <laughs> I know, all this moonlighting, knackered. Yeah. Um, so, before we do start, obviously, we have... Um, a bit of a kerfuffle when it comes to the old beer sponsors this week uh, for the beer token book promotion, which is something you really should get involved with because although it costs a tiny, tiny bit of money, the amount of people actually see that book and the details of that book compared to like writer's lifts is massive. So this book this week, I've picked one. 
Um, the review says, wow, totally captivated, utterly compelling and must read. And the next one says, what an original story. At times I re uh, related, at times it made me laugh and other moments it brought me to tears or made me want to look away. So that's quite an interesting book. Um, and that book is uh, Death Just Grin and Bear It by Mr. Hooley. Uh, uh, 4.6. <laughs> and <laughs> indeed, indeed. Yeah, keep looking up there, mate. Um, indeed. There is your cover. And okay, uh, you know, yeah. which door will you choose? That's a big message about death. Um, and indeed, we will pop that up in the top corner. Do you know um, what's interesting about that review that you just read out? Um, yeah. I was like, oh, that sounds like a good book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's your book, Chris. And yeah. because, you know what, we haven't had any sponsors uh, for this show. We have the, the good shows at the end of the week. I say the good shows. This is a great show. But the good shows <laughs> um, with the great authors that we're interviewing this week, which will announce those authors uh, throughout the show, um, is actually uh, we got sponsors for those already. So this was kind of a last, not a last minute thing, but, you know, people kind of missed out. But we are live. This is live right now. If you want to um, interact and send us messages while you're watching, you can do so. We will read the comments and questions that you send us in. Um, I am drinking a Guinness today. I changed the game. I normally have a bottle of some sort of beer. I have a can today. And um, thank you if very much. If you'd have asked me, that, that would have been what I'd have chosen for you as well. Oh, fantastic. It's good um, for your iron levels. <clears throat> yeah, it is indeed, indeed. Um, so, Mr. Hooley, uh, this week we had a writer's lift competition on Twitter. And I don't know if you kept tabs on that writer's lift, but it has quite some interaction. You know, we've been very busy retweeting that uh, throughout the week. And, um, you know, we got to pick a winner because we did say that uh, we will pick a book throughout that writer's lift and uh, purchase that book, you know, as a reward for participating. So mm. have you had a little look and is there something that you fancy on that list? I have. And it's something that I've not read in a long time because normally I don't read poetry. Um, okay okay interesting i'm not a big fan but this book has um 10 reviews and they're all five stars so you oh, must you well. must be um onto something so i've picked david middleton uh, middleham sorry uh strange colors so that's there okay. where do you do that david uh let me have a look see if i can find that yeah david middleham um is it a big colourful thing? Yeah, I it found is it. Very, I found it. Yeah, it's very colourful, yeah. Cool. That looks fantastic, actually. Um, you know, that's a lot of colour in that uh, cover, and that looks really good. So that is there. That's 10 stars, uh, 5 star ratings out of 10 reviews, uh, 3.99 Kindle, 7.99 paperback. Uh, fantastic cover. And look at this guy. Look at his hair. Go on, Dave. He's got great hair. <laughs> Go on, Dave. You've got great hair. And we've bought your book. We're going to buy your book. Uh, so thank you very much for interacting with the uh, Writer's Lift. And um, we're very much look looking forward to getting into that, to be honest, because that looks fantastic. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. And I think, if I remember rightly, uh, Dr. Maggie Galwitz, who we had on the show, mm -hmm. she did a little video raving about that book because she was reading it in the woods and stuff. And I think, uh, I think that's why it stood out to me as well. Um, why was she reading it in the woods? She does everything in the woods. Like, <laughs> have you not oh. seen her on, on Twitter? She's always um, in the woods. <laughs> well, I don't know where she's from, but I don't do a lot of stuff in the woods. Uh, we do have some comments coming in. <laughs> oh, uh, Mario's on the chat and he says, greetings, fellas, and congrats to David. And indeed, thank you. And Mario, it is fantastic to see you. And uh, I like the picture of you conducting 
because Mr. Mario is a conductor. Uh, um, not on a train, uh, but for choirs. He likes to um, <laughs> have a sing song, uh, which we played on the show before. That was quite that was quite cool. So mm. hello, uh, Mario. Thanks to have uh, thanks to have you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for you commenting and chatting with us on the show. We are live, guys. Like I said, please like and share this video right now. Because the more it's uh, shared around, the more people can actually see it and engage with us right now as we're live. So, yeah, we bought that book now and um, we will look at that and uh, get some feedback at some point. And if um, David uh, if David Middleham gives us permission to read, I might read my favorite poem of his on the show. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, um, David, if, does anyone know this David, by the way? And Mario, you said congrats. If you know him, can you tweet him? Just let him know. Um, how many beers have I had so far? Uh, <laughs> That much beer is all I have. I'm I'm this clumsy and this you know uh, whatever all the time. It's, it's surprising, Mario. It really is. Um, but you know it, it makes people laugh. So that's that's brilliant. So, but also bringing back a feature tonight, by the way, and th this is very important. A feature that's kind of um, been in the background for a while because we've had so many things that's been up and down. But a new writing community family member. I really felt the need to bring this back. Uh, you know, we have we know we've all been there. We've all been there with 50 followers or whatever, um, thinking, oh, what's this Twitter business? And, you know, but it was this guy's tweet that drew my attention to him. And I relate to him with this tweet. And I believe this is why this show is here. And I think all of you will uh, agree with this. So I'll just read his tweet out and then uh, let you know who it was. So he said, massive shout out in capital, massive shout out uh, to this amazing community of writers here on Twitter. First of all, absolutely. Uh, the love and support and infinite positivity is just so humbling and phenomenal. Ph <laughs> I said that right? Phenomenal? No. Yeah. Oh, close enough. Anyway, absolute valid, <laughs> absolute valid point. Um, and this is why this show exists in the first place and fantastic. Uh, and this is half the tweet. So let's read the second half. Uh, I am so proud to be part of this creative family. Keep... <laughs> You're all fantastic humans. Stay safe, stay positive, and keep writing. Ash Lazza, um at Rojo Main, uh, M-A-Y-N-E. He actually replied, I said I um, there's something to interest him on this show tonight, but he said he's working, so that kind of sucks. But, you know, if anyone can tweet him, at R-O-J-O-M-A-Y-N-E, and just say, you know, um, just follow him and say, look, welcome to the family. It's a great tweet because it reminds us uh, of this, why this whole thing exists. Uh, and it is fantastic. The community that we've created, um, we we were part of in the writing community was amazing. The community that is how now become a community within the community is even more fantastic. So absolutely agree with you. Um, so I'm going to do that right now. I'm going to follow him. Yeah. And you get to tell me what I have to say. Ooh, um, so. if you're watching right now and you want Chris Hooley to say something funny or silly, uh, message us right now what he's tweeting this. Let's have a look. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I found him. Cool. All right, so I've just followed him. Okay, so I want you to write. This might go a bit weird. Um, hello, <laughs> uh, Ash. I'm sorry you have to work in this. Uh, oh, hang on. As a, uh, what what funny job can we give him? Uh, as a nighttime lollipop man, I don't know. <laughs> as a nighttime lollipop man, I imagine business is quiet. As a nighttime lollipop man, 
Like, where's he from? Will he even know what a lollipop man is? Uh, I have no idea. Um, if he doesn't, he'd probably look it up. I mean, man. yeah. It's quite funny. I don't know. We'll see what he says. But Am we I have got some... a gif or. Yeah, oh, yeah. You've always got to have a gif. I mean, we... do you know what? Just drop a cage gif because it's been lacking lately, and I'm sure Halo will appreciate that. We've got so, to drop a hit. Hello, Ash. I'm sorry you have to work as a nighttime lollipop man. I imagine work. It's quite slow. Yeah. Why not? Let's have a go and see what he says. I like this live tweeting nonsense. It's kind of crazy. Um, so a couple of questions coming up from the writing community as well before we get some tips. And we will release the winners of the bedtime story competition as well. We did have some fantastic entries in. Um, not as many as we'd liked. You know, last year we did it um, on Twitter with like a two-minute video and it was a lot more popular. This is um, a YouTube version. Um, Halo says she does appreciate the uh, cage gifts. Of course you do, Halo. Um, Mario just DM'd David and told him to join us on the show. Um, by the way, Halo, Mario, uh, you extended um, limbs of this show. At some point later on, we will give people the option of jumping in with us. Uh, we can send you an invite if you really want to. So um, I've just sent that now, so any retweets would be much appreciated. Or just oh, add to it. Just say, no. In fact, we could do this. So say, no, Ash isn't a lollipop man. And then add your own. Oh, let's let's have a um, Twitter chain on Ash's account, shall we? Yeah, so literally just type his name, Look his, at this. His, his hashtag. Uh, oh, you can't see it. Let's see it. Someone from Spain just uh, just went on to our writing community chat show website. Um, that is amazing. And new site visitor from Heren, Herencia? In Spain, if if anyone's on a uh, on there, then that's fantastic. How cool is that? We are currently last time we checked, forty one countries around the world. We are uh, we are played out to on the podcast, which is absolutely amazing. I find that it blows my mind. There are so many, um, uh, you know, the the countries as well that I would think of. You know, I'm quite terrible at geography, but like there's some countries like in Kingston, Jamaica, and just Israel and. Uh, Cuba, it's just like absolutely crazy to think of the people that would listen to the show in those places all over the world. Fantastic, yeah. Um, Mario said he's all in. Uh, I'm not surprised to hear that comment. He he tends to be. Ash is in New York City. Um, do nice. New Yorkers have lollipop men? I don't um, think. I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, Mario, are you are you aware of that? Do they have them? Um, but carrying on is quite fun. So they can say, no, yeah. Ash is not a lollipop man. He is actually a something, something. Yeah. Um, shall we jump into some writing community questions? I only have three Ooh. today because I thought we might be a bit busy with the show. There's a lot going on. Um, but we've got a couple. So if you have questions on the on the community and you're watching right now, you can please, you can... <laughs> you can send them in, but first let's let's address this. So, what is a lollipop man? Um, <laughs> he is a man that he walks around and tests lollies, and um, if they're not good enough, then they scrap them. That is not true, uh, Mister Hooley. Oh, uh, Ross said a crossing guard. Yeah, I don't think they're that that aggressive, are they? Um, mm, some of them are. Some of them will actually hit you if you try and walk across. <laughs> they're basically a man. Well, I say a man. I've seen a lot of women doing this job as well. Not like candies. I apologise. I was winding you up, Halo. It's a, it's a person that stands on a zebra crossing outside a school. Now we have to explain what zebra crossing is. <laughs> oh, 
stands on a street with a black and white lines that looks like a zebra across the road with a stick that looks like a lolly and stops traffic for kids to cross the road outside school. It's weird. Um, uh, yeah, uh, okay. Uh, some more uh, comments that are inappropriate <laughs> for Mario. Yeah, so that's what a lollipop man is, if you didn't know in America, because we have a few American fans. So maybe Ash in New York City does not know what a lollipop man is. Um, that's what one is. So, yeah, like a crosswalk. Sorry, not a street. Uh, zebra crossing. Yeah, like that. Cool. So, writing community questions. Let's have one in. Again, if you do want to send us questions in, please do so. Um, I have a question for the writing community. And if you have got answers to this, send them in. Uh, does the title of my story... And by the way, this is a bizarre question. I, I'm kind of disappointed that it exists. Does the title of my story count towards the word count or just the text of the story by C.B. Jones? Mr. Uh, at Writer Jones, I'm kind of saddened by this question. That if you are reaching that much to get the word count up by possibly two or three words, then perhaps uh, just yeah. put anything in anywhere, because surely that's quite accountable. Uh, Chris, any comments on that? <laughs> Literally, no. I'm just <laughs> like, what? Like, I mean, uh, obviously, on the world of Twitter, some people can be really pedantic. Um and we don't know this guy's background. Um, That's so, true. That's true. You know, he might be slightly on a spectrum. Um, yeah, that is completely true. And I shouldn't, so... I shouldn't joke. Um, <laughs> no, but the question... <laughs> Come on, Chris, what? No, but the question in itself, as from the average person, is, um, yeah, it, it instantly made me think, if you're counting the words in your title, you've not done enough. Perhaps. Mm -hmm. Um who knows? And uh, um, Mario said, David can't listen right now, but he gives you permission to read the poem. Uh, did you actually download that book yet? Um, I can do. Do you have access to it? Can we get a poem off David's uh, thing? Because that would be kind of cool. It would. How big are these poems? Because if they're huge, that might take us some time. Yeah, let's have a look. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So uh, I think, to be honest with you, C.B. Jones, a serious writer, uh, a serious question. Oh, my goodness. A serious answer to that writing question is I really wouldn't worry about it. I mean, my first book is, um, I guess, a novella. And my second book just creeps inside the novel uh, length for my type of book. And again, um, this is important that you actually check what genre of book you're writing because each genre has their own categories and sizes of what's classified as a novella and a novel so perhaps you know um short stories horror wise you know they're quite a novel technically starts at forty thousand, where some others start at like 60 80 to 120 so it's worth looking into that i can't read a poem because it sent it to my kindle um and i am in the loft Okay, okay, okay. We we will get um, Huli to read and we'll post that up and uh, somewhere, somewhere. I don't know why I said that twice. Um, there's inappropriate comments happening again. Um, it's distracting me. All right, so let's go into the second question. Um, at Laura Rose writes, do you write to express yourself, to explore ideas, to have fun, or a combination of the above? That's a good question, Laura. Um, Mr. Huli. Yeah, it's a better question than the last one, anyway. Um, <laughs> I think it's a combination of all all of them, isn't it? Um, I suppose 
the express yourself bit, maybe not so much because I don't know some of the express yourself. Yeah, some of the things you're feeling on, at at that particular time of writing is not necessarily what you're writing about. So yeah, not always the express yourself. Definitely the explore ideas. Um, have fun. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm, not so much um, on that one, to be honest. I mean, you enjoy you it, but yeah. it's work at the end of the day, isn't it? Mm. Is it? Uh, yeah, it I think depends. so. It depends. I, I don't find it like that. I mean, um, I think, I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but one of our guests may have said, you know, save certain scenes for when you're in certain moods. Mm. And that's, if you're a plotter, that can work really well. Um, say you've got a, an angry scene written... Well, the idea of that scene written and you had a really shitty week and you're just pissed off with things or you've had a run in with someone that's pissed you off. That might be a really good time to jump into a scene where you have a big argument on paper because mm. uh, that could really influence. And maybe you try to write that in a happy mood and it didn't quite come across the same. So perhaps using uh, but, uh, you know, your moods towards that is a good idea. Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, with writing, like, like now I'm writing a crime um, and I don't, I wouldn't describe it as fun because mm. it, it, like you said, it's not that tone. It's not that sort of, you know, there's no happiness in it. Like it's very dark in a lot of ways and it's not necessarily something you're like, Oh, this is amazing. This is really fun. <laughs> uh, it's, yeah. I don't know. I got to say, um, I like to express myself. Well, You'll know this, especially if you listen to Connor's show in the week, um, my interview, which I was kind of cool, um, that I started writing for kind of weird reasons, I guess. I wasn't always inspired to write. It was kind of a life event that made me want to write. Mm. So it wasn't until I started writing did I feel the love from it. So having fun, I guess, like you said, it's not really a fun thing. It's more like I'm having fun with the story and experiencing mm. the story. Um Exploring ideas, yeah, I do that kind of before I write, I think. Mm. Well, I guess I guess the whole process is exploring ideas. And um, expressing myself, I don't know. That's maybe that not. expressing yourself one is interesting because it's like a lot of the time, especially with your writing, because you're not necessarily writing from your point of view. Mm. If you're a pantser, you write what you feel in the moment. Ooh. Yeah, like no, that. I agree with that. And again, that's why I said if you're a plotter, that, that process might work about being in a different mood. But if you're a panzer, it doesn't matter what mood you're in, you're still experiencing the story. So it kind of doesn't work that way to plan a mood, if you know what I mean, for a certain mm. scene. Um, yeah, I, Huli writing dark question mark. Uh, <laughs> got to ask what abyss he's been staring into this whole time. And do you know what, guys? I know you've been banging on about this. Um, I am late to this train. Uh, the, the Halo book train. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Of what I thought when I said I wrote a dark scene or two in my sequel. They are playtime <laughs> compared to Halo's book. And I read something the other day. I thought, oh, yeah, it's told Hoodie. Oh, this is a bit dark. Fucking hell. Um, got to a certain scene and not too long after that. And I kind of went, I never, ever thought a book could get that um, <laughs> close to an edge. I mean, mm. Halo, wow. Um, my opinions of you may have changed slightly. <laughs> um, who knows? It could get worse. I don't know. I'm like not even halfway through yet. Um, oh, I guess worse, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so my uh, my interpretation of what I thought was dark. Um, mm. There you go. There she is. Um, <laughs> what I thought was dark um, was, I don't know, not even close. Um, Halo is the abyss, yes. Uh, so, the next question. Let's have it, shall we? The last question of the writing community questions. Bear, bear in mind, I pull these off the writing community. These are people may not have engaged with the show before, so hopefully this will spur them on to do so. Um, and I have told them we'll answer the, show, the questions on this show. So let's try and support them if we can. And question three. Question of the day for the writing community. What do you think makes a great opening line or lines? What should be avoided? And that's by Megan Beth Davis, MB Davis underscore author. Um... Mm. I think opening lines is very important in a book for me. Uh, I have definitely put a book down after the first page or two because it just was like not it's not working for me at all. Have you ever done that, Chris? Um, yeah, like opening lines is a tricky one, isn't it? Because mm. some books are like growers, and it take it does take you a while to get into them. Um. You know, if you're blown away normally by the opening line, chances are you're going to be disappointed at some point. <laughs> it's not going to carry on that way, is it? Uh, like there has to be down moments in a in a book. Uh, are you trying to tell me that you like you open the book up and read the first line, went fucking, that's amazing. I best close that now because it's, it's never going to get as good as that, is it? No, but I read a book, and I'll tell you what it's called because it still is this this type of book that really annoys me. It's called Bad Monkeys by Matt Ruff. Um, and that book is fantastic for like 80% of the book, right mm. from the off, like I was hooked. Um, and then the final bit at the end, oof. oh, yeah, definitely avoid that. I woke up, he, she woke up. Yeah. Okay, expand It was all life. a dream as well. Because like... What do you mean, that at the start? Yeah. Well, I've never read a book that started off, it was all a dream. No, but within the first chapter... Or in the first mm. paragraph, in some instances. Okay. Like they, they, what annoys me about stuff like that is they go really full on from the beginning, and it's like, "Whoa, this is actually really quite good." And then it's like, and then they woke up sweating in fear. <laughs> like, and you're like, "No, don't no, do that." We didn't. Well, have you never woken up in fear? Um, yeah, know. but not the start of a book. Like, I don't know. It's just a, it's a big no-no for me. I don't okay, think it works. Fair, I think too. Too many people start that way. Um, okay, so if if that is a turn off at the start of a scene, and the Mario says draw them into a scene immediately, how can we change it from he, I woke up, she woke up, that's turning me off a scene to draw them into the scene? What can we do to make that happen? 
a lot okay, of send like, answers in. I will. I will. Yeah, a lot of writers um, when they've like Chuck Palunknik and um, Stephen King and stuff. They talk a lot about just going into the action like straight away. So almost as if you've just joined the action. Yeah. Um, so it's not like a, a slow build up of things. It's like you're in instantly. Yeah. Um, Elmo Leonard is really good at doing that. Really, really good. Um, so he's, he would be someone that I would recommend people look for and read if they were trying to start a book for the first time Okay, um, because he's really good at that. I mean, it's the same in a TV series. There's a lot of uh, shows that really start off with a punch, don't they? You know, they're straight into the action and then it kind of settles. And then mm. that, that settling moment, you're trying to find out what's going on and then it ramps it up again. So perhaps the same. Um uh, <laughs> uh, I may as well show you. His eyes watered as he choked on the giant lollipop. Um, he, I tell you what, I mean, this is something I, I've got to be, be the angry pit. I've got to be the disappointed, you know, father figure in the writing community chat show at the moment and say that, you know, we had a really good, and we still have, a really good writing prompt story happening that hasn't been touched for a month because it, no one that kind of replied and got back to us. We had a couple of entries. But my point being that those stories that we did were all started off really well. Um, mm. so did you see what Ross them. did there with that line? Mm -hmm. Go back to it. Let's see it again. Yeah. His eyes watered as he choked on the giant lollipop. He is in the middle of the action because there are oh, things yeah, yeah, that yeah. had to happen in order for that to be happening. If I read that as an opening line, as daft There's as questions it sounds, to answer. I would, yeah, I'd probably carry on reading. Well, yeah, because the first thing you've got to look at, he choked on a giant lollipop. If you just wrote that, you think, okay, what's he doing? But the fact his eyes watered means it's uncomfortable mm. and may it may not be something he's chosen to do. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? So it does ask questions. And I guess very much uh, your opening dialogue needs to ask questions to keep someone wanting to know the answer. So I woke up. If he'd said, perhaps, okay, you don't like I woke up. What if someone said... Uh, the, the noise or something um you know i woke up with a fright or something like that it was a bit more dramatic than i woke up would you still be not interested no, no matter so how if someone wakes up, up <laughs> you're not reading it no what if um i'm on a, a spaceship uh like a rocket in space and the emergency alarm woke me up um see that would depend on the cover and the blurb okay. I well like alien that. alien they woke up, you know, from soup, whatever sleep um, by mm. the thingy, majiggy. Good, uh, you know. Mm. Um, can uh, can we stop displaying my face now? Um, <laughs> he has regrets. We can because look who's here, uh, Connor. Hello, Con hello, Connor. Is that terrible? Uh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, whatever. Um, cool. So I, I mean, like you were going to go into song then. <laughs> like, like Irish song. <laughs> I, I don't think I've got any Irish songs. Um, I don't you could know. Do a Westlife Irish? Could you not do a Westlife cover? Um, I don't know. Do they say they don't really sing? It sound like an Irish when they sing, do they? I mean, like Scottish bands, they sound really Scottish when they sing. Um, mm. I don't think I. I don't know. I don't know. Um, getting better, but it's still awful. By Connor, was that a Maya um, accent? And Connor, what's the little IE next to it? Maybe that's telling us he's from Ireland. Ireland? Oh, that's terrible. I'm just going to shut up. <laughs> um, yeah, cool. So, 
again, guys, if you're watching this, uh, I know people are. So please like and share this and um, let people discover while we're live so they can get involved with this and chat to us. And if you have any questions, please send them in and we will answer them. You know, after all, we are trying to give you tips about writing, even though most of you are probably. Oh, that was a good link. Let's go into the tips that you have. We can do. Yes. And after these tips, I will then um, we will reveal the bedtime story winners. Uh, but these tips, okay, um, let me read these. Some of them are quite long, some of them are quite unusual, but we'll see. And I want your comments on these tips, and perhaps um, um, you may agree, you may not agree, and you may have some comments on, so please let us know. Uh, so, Hilary Mantel, have you ever heard of that lady? Yes. Okay. Um, Bring up the bodies, stuff like that. Okay, she said, a little arrogance can be a great help. Uh, the most helpful quality a writer can have... Um, a writer can cultivate is self-confidence stroke arrogance. If you can manage it, you write to impose yourself on the world and you have to believe in your own ability when the world shows no sign of agreeing with you. Now, that mm. statement is kind of a dual thing for me. The fact that it's that whole mental positivity thing where if you keep believing that your book will get there or something will happen, then you will keep putting yourselves in position to make that happen. Whereas if you think this is never going to happen, you're never going to pu push your book and try to make it happen. So therefore, it might not. What do you think of that? Yeah, I mean, it, it, like you say, it's a bit conflicting. Like having, I wouldn't necessarily use the word arrogance and the term arrogance because yeah, <clears throat> um, every writer I've ever met or that we've spoken to on the show, I would never, cla I would never put them in the category of arrogant. Um, mm. I think they've all been really nice. Um, yeah, very, so really have, yeah. yeah, so in that respect, I wouldn't say that arrogance is the, but yeah, definitely self belief, um, because you're going to put yourself into, <laughs> you're going to put yourself into situations that are going to be, yeah. um, quite challenging, especially her, because obviously she writes historical fiction, hmm. um, so she's playing with characters that people already know an awful Which is lot tough, about, right? um, yeah, I should imagine so, because she's yeah. trying to bring, uh, she's trying to fictionalize people who actually existed. Um, so that's quite difficult. Connor said, belief without action is wasted. Oh, great already. Uh, you can believe in your book, but no marketing equals no sales. Um, yes, and sometimes true. lots of marketing equals no sales. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but my point was, if you don't believe that your book is going to do well, you kind of think, oh, it's not going to, nothing's going to happen. I'm not going to bother promoting my book today or I'm not going to push it whereas if you think it's going to work someone's going to buy it and I'm going to keep plugging it and I keep working hard just that mindset difference will allow you to be more productive whether that mm. makes a big difference or not I don't know but it gives you more of a chance uh, Mario you have to believe in your product and yourself um, oh congratulations Mario by the way uh, yes. live yeah he got himself a deal with a publisher fabulous and news yeah, and that cover, or you can actually tell us, Mario, if this is true, because that cover looks fantastic. I don't know if that's the final one, um, but it looks brilliant. Hmm. Uh, he says, thank you. Um, yeah, I believe, I think that's a great comment. So let's go into a number two tip, tip number two, uh, by T.O. Tolstoy. No, Leo Tolstoy and H.P. Lovecraft. <laughs> Um, he says, pick the hours that work best for you. Um, Tolstoy believed in uh, starting first thing in the morning. We've heard this before as well. Mm. I always write in the morning. I was pleased to hear lately that um, Ross, you uh, too, after he got up in the morning, went for a short walk and sat down to work. Um, 
In the mornings, one's head is particularly fresh. Uh, the best thoughts often come in the morning after walking while still in, uh, after waking while still in bed or during during the walk. So being awake. Are you going to say morning, something else, then, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say walking in bed. Uh, but apparently, yeah, in the morning, I've heard that like even earlier, you know, people wake up like that four in the morning kind of time. Mm. It's supposed to be really kind of. Uh, your mind is really imaginative and sparking. Um, whether well, this is the, connected, it's the five a.m. Writers Club, isn't it, on the writing community? Mm. Um, so, if anyone is listening now that is a part of that, that'd be interesting to see what that's all about. Like, how they conduct? Like, do they just literally get up, tweet about the fact that they're up, and then do a bit of writing? Or yeah, like, what's the crack with that? Well, perhaps it is something. Uh, I don't know if anyone's tried this or maybe wants to try it. And if you do so, let us know. And maybe we'll have to try this on the show and um, we'll let people know little morning diary and see how it goes on uh, and how productive we become. Yeah, we so, could we could vlog that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Um, so number three, William Faulkner, uh, read to write, and again, I agree with this. Um, you must kind of know and experience things from other writers, and mm-hmm. it's the same with anything. You can pick things up, but he says, read, read, read everything. Uh, trash, classics, good and bad, and see how they do it. Uh, just like a carpenter who works and appreciates and studies the ma- as a master, uh, read, you'll absorb it, then write. If it's good, you'll find out. If it's not, throw it out the window. Nice. Um, interesting. Probably not throw it out the window if you're writing on a laptop. It might be a bit expensive. Mm. Um, no, I completely agree with that. Like uh, We had Steve Kavanagh on the show, and he talked about Ian, was it Ian Rankin? Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't Ian Rankin. It was uh, the guy who wrote um, uh, the one shot. Lee Child. Right. There we go. Lee Child reads every day. Reads it okay. every single day. He, reads, he tries to read a book a day. Mm. Well, uh, Connor says, um, I get up at 6.30, write for 30 to 40 minutes, 30 to 40 minutes and then head to work. Um, is this is there a reason for this, uh, Connor? Is, do you find it to be more productive in the morning? Um, I don't know. Uh, let us know, please. We will find out. Mm. Um, okay. Oh, actually, Mario said, at the end of the day, I make no sense. Uh, okay. So you must be an early bird writer. Mm. Um, Catherine Mansfield, number four. Mm. Writing anything is better than nothing. Uh, looking back, I imagine I was always writing. Twaddle it, twaddle it was too. Twaddle uh, it was too. But better far right twaddle or anything, anything than nothing at all. So, mm. yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with that to a certain extent because mm. it, you can edit a bad script or a bad story, but you can't edit nothing. Um, so, yeah, I agree with that to a certain extent. Mm. And sometimes you, it's frustrating when you have to cut like thousands of words out, but sometimes you have to do it. Just get rid of it. Um, number five, Ernest, Ernest Hemingway. Why well, this is really uh, not going well? Uh, stop while the going is good. Always stop. What well, this I find very interesting. Mm. Always stop when you are going good, and don't worry about it till you start to write the next day. That way, your subconscious will work on it all the time. But if you think about it co- uh, consciously or worry about it, it will ki- you will kill it and your brain will be tired before you start. Very interesting mm. point. 
That's a good tip, that, I reckon. Mm. Because a lot of people do try and just persevere, don't they? Um, yeah. And then when they're in the moment, they just keep going and going and going and trying. Um, so, yeah, I think. Well, we had a tip Good similarly, tip. didn't we, uh, about mm. um, writing in the morning. And someone said something like about writing um, maybe a thousand words or something in the morning. And then... No, it was me. I said writing a hundred words. Yeah, it was me. <laughs> I, said, I said writing a hundred words in the morning. And then you think about it all day. Yeah, obsessed And then when you write at night. Yeah, when you write at night, it's a lot better. So you and in a same way or on the same wavelength there, Chris. Um, Connor said uh, he found that if... I don't write before noon. The day meddles my brain and then I can't write at all. Interesting. Uh, Mario, that's so well. Uh, that's very true for me as well. Um, Do you know in writing, writer Chris, or night time? Me? Mm. Very much a night owl. Mm. I would happily sit here in the night time, stick my hoodie up, uh, stick some tunes on in the background and just work through the night. I really think I would. And if mm. I had... Um, yeah, um, Halo also said she drowns herself in coffee and writes on a lunch break. I've been known to write uh, in the lunchtime in work, uh, in the afternoons at times, and definitely evening times. So um, I think I think if I, I had the... Go on. No, I was going to say, I love that comment from Halo. Like, obviously, having read Halo's book now, like, I don't know where she works, but imagine her just on a lunch break, just typing away. And some, <laughs> some of the stuff that she writes, like... She's got like a nosy person over her shoulder, like looking and going, "Oh my god, what's that?" <laughs> yeah, she's typing away. So someone like talks to her, and she gives her death stare. Yeah, she imagines all the powers she has to like do things to them. I guess where that's came from, I don't know. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so I think I was going back to it. If if I had like, you know, if the shed ever happened and we had the podcast studio and it was a real nice little place to work. And I was out there and I had a few beers on the show. I think I would be writing till shoot the clock in the morning. I really mm. think I would be. Um, she, Scott says she uh, Ross says she works in a wardrobe. Um, Halo, if I wrote your book in my workplace, I'd be fired. Uh, <laughs> potentially, yeah. Okay, so number six is John Steinbeck. Um, take it a page at the time. Abandon the idea that you're, going, you're ever going to finish. Lose track of the 400 pages or whatever it is um, and write just one page for each day and that helps. Um, Interesting. Nah. Sorry. <laughs> Not a fan of that one. No, sorry, Steinbeck. I don't agree with that. A page um, a day, like, it's good. Don't get me wrong, but it'll take forever to finish. That really sounds like someone who's really unmotivated. You know, it, you know, it helps to write if you do one page a day, and that sounds like someone who ha that sounds like someone who's got contracts of writing and kind of can't be asked in mm. my mind there, uh, because um, I kind of like to write. Once I get in the story, I'm like, oh, where's this going to go next? And I really want to kind of push it, so mm. I never get the the thought of, do you know what? I don't want to do it. And I guess in a Steinbeck's like, oh, it helps if you write one a day. <laughs> it's kind of like, oh, go on, mate. You know. Yeah, I can imagine if you had a deadline, you didn't want to write. Yeah, um, that that would be useful, um, but not if you just. I mean, come on, Steinbeck. You could be going and like you know, doing a shitty job somewhere. Do you know what I mean? Um, to be fair, I reckon he probably did. Yeah, quite a few. Didn't he work well, as the... like a farm hand at one point? A farm hand. Yeah, like helping out on a farm. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, number seven, Miranda July. Uh, don't worry about the bad drafts. Um, I was a lot dumber when I was writing the novel. 
I felt like worse of a writer would come home every day from my office and say, well, I still really like the story. I just wish it was better written. At that point, I didn't realize I was writing the first draft and the first draft was the hardest part. From there, it was comparatively easy. I was like, I had some Play-Doh to work with and could just keep working with it. Doing a million drafts and things changed, uh, things changing ra- radically and characters appearing. This is a long one. Oh my God. And uh, disappearing and solving mysteries. Why is this thing here? Should I just take it away? And then realizing, no, that that is there in fact, because that is the key to this. I love that sort of detective work, keeping the faith alive until the questions have been sl- uh, sleuthed out. Um, wow. No wonder it took us so long to write a book. It yeah. took that long to give an answer. Um, I'm guessing what <laughs> I bet that guy is... hated that response. So, uh, can you give us a tip? Yes, <laughs> I've got a tip for you, but it's, it's like I've got to go in a minute. Uh, I've got some yeah. stuff to sort out. Um, but what I think what she's saying is that she kind of didn't have a clue what was going on in that story, and it was just like, is this even worth it? And in the end, it kind of all came together, so just keep persevering. Um, mm. Or you could just Steinbeck it and write a page a day, and then just it'll come in the end uh so perseverance is she could have just said perseverance and then we would all been happier in life um number nine uh zadie smith get offline get off twitter she didn't say that she said get offline uh work on a computer that is disconnected from the internet that is how to answer a question zadie smith fitzgerald uh take some advice um and i just slagged off fitzgerald and i didn't ask (laughs) use that tip yet um, Miranda <laughs> July that's how you answer a question uh, Zadie Smith was number 9 I skipped one I'll go back to it she says get offline uh, working on a computer that's disconnected I think everyone that's on Twitter knows that yeah um, yes uh, there's some comments coming in here uh, nice Halo says sometimes you feel the flow go too far question your morals and need to distance to purge your soul um, I'm kind of concerned about halo sometimes i think uh i think she needs a hug um okay so let's go back to fitzgerald as this lagged uh, that person off and it's number eight uh don't write and drink which is actually um something i'll be trying to do for a while and haven't got round to and mr mm. hooley kind of uh, advises to try mm. um well joseph knox who we also have yeah. on the show he sent me a signed copy of one of his books and his advice was Drink as much as possible and write. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In the process. I'd like, so. to, I'd like to try it, yeah. Um, mm. Fitzgerald says, it's become increasingly plain to me that uh, the very excellent organization of a long book 
or the finest perceptions and judgment in the time of revision do not go well with liquor. A short story can be written on the bottle, but for a novel, you need a mental speed that enables you to keep the whole pattern inside your head mm. and ruthlessly sacrifice the sideshows. Um, meaning, you can write a short story on the bottle. Mm. See, would he story. class Ga- uh, The Great Gatsby as a short story or a novel mm. or a novella? Because it's not massive, is it? Let's be honest. Hello, Anya Pavils on the show. Um, moderate drinking when writing is okay, not when editing. Mm. Uh, potentially, yeah. Um, I don't know. Is a short story? Well, it's kind of rude to the short story writers of the world that it's all right to do it as a short story. I think um, my mm. story is kind of a short story, and I wasn't drunk when I wrote that. <laughs> I, I should have said I was. Maybe it's an excuse for some of the crap that's in there. Um, nah, it's, it's, it's going down well still. Um, okay, so let's tip, read the last tip ten. Tip ten. Tip ten. Zadie Smith, who out. She already been. We've had her. She has. Sorry, uh, M- Muriel Spark. This is the most obscure of the tips, mm. um, and I kind of don't agree because I'm not a fan of this thing. <laughs> uh, okay, so she said, if you want to concentrate deeply on some problem and especially on some piece of writing or paperwork, you should acquire a... Guess what I'm going to say, Chris? Anyone that answers this? Um, if you uh, if you want to concentrate, you know, and this is really going to help you, and there's a lot to come after this uh, sentence, mm. you acquire something. And it's a... A go. partner? Not a partner. Incorrect. Eh. You should acquire a cat. A cat? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yep. my God. I know. Uh, alone alone with a cat in the room where you work, the cat will invariably get up on your desk and settle under the desk lamp, apparently. Uh, <laughs> I lost this. Uh, the light from the lamp gives the cat satisfaction. The cat will settle down and be serene with a serenity that passes all understanding and the tranquility of the cat will gradually come to affect you. Mm. Uh, sitting there at your desk so that all the exci- excitable qualities that impeded your concentration compose themselves and give your mind back to the self-command it has lost. Uh, you need not watch the cat all the time. Its presence alone is enough. The, the effect of the cat on your concentration is remarkable and very mysterious. Mm. <laughs> you see, mm. I was looking at books that she's wrote because I, I've heard the name, obviously, but yeah. I don't think I've read anything that she's written. And after that statement, I don't think I will because oh, I, don't, well, I don't I don't trust cats like at yeah, all. The, the little weird things. Um, I will say I'm really uh, approving of Connor's comment here. And he says, cats are evil creatures that should be purged from the world. <laughs> Um, and Ross says they uh, they will wait eight hours before eating your corpse. Um, I don't know. I think I'm not a fan of cats and um, they kind of creep me out a little bit. Uh, but I don't think having a cat lying on my desk, because I tell you right now, the amount of crap on my desk, it's not a lot. It's my keyboard, my my all that crap. Jelly cats. I haven't got any. I haven't had any for ages. <laughs> I lost four pounds last week, Chris. Um, Jesus. Where from? 
<laughs> my pocket was all in my pocket. Um, no, but I mean, you're looking, <laughs> yeah, no. looking pretty slim. Oh, uh, yeah, you're lying. Um, anyway, do you know, so... No, do you know what I think you're doing? I think you're giving me those four pounds through, the, <laughs> through, this, through this virtual system. Yeah. So like, they come off you, like, from here and just land on me. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, if I just push... Oh, that's my excuse, anyway. Yeah. Um, so, what was I talking about? The cats, yeah, I don't think... I, firstly, I'd have room for a cat on my desk. Um, and if I did, I think it would kind of piss me off, not make me relax and think about my writing. Mm. Um, yeah, so... She, she's definitely the crazy cat lady, isn't she? She said the the effect of your cat on your concentration is remarkable and very mysterious. And that is a, that is a comment in itself, isn't it? Mm. Um, crazy, crazy cat lady, perhaps. Anyone have cats on the chat? I don't know. Let us know. Is she still um, alive, Muriel Spark? I don't know. You've got the phone out. Have a look. Mm. Yeah, let's have a look, mm. actually. Um, I feel bad talking about her if she's dead, but if she's alive, then it's fair game. Yeah, Mario's asking me to show him his guns again. I can't do that. Um, you know, right, we're going to have the bedtime results on very soon. Um, oh, what... no, she died quite a while ago, 2006. Oh, well, then you can you can definitely slag her off. Uh, <laughs> um, we're going to have the very uh, results of the bedtime story competition very soon, and we're going to pick top three. I did say that we do top three. Um, the three winners, we will buy books from all those three people, and the, whoever comes first can have a... Um, a uh, ten-pound Amazon voucher uh, right. as well. It's nothing major, but we didn't have a super amount of entries, so um, we'll do release them. And the winner, we will we'll kind of nudge them in the direction of buying some books uh, on Amazon. Um, maybe help the community out, um, but they don't have to. They can buy whatever they want. So, um, are you ready to do that now, Chris? And yeah, then, let's do it. If we have got time for five minutes, we might get some people on if they're interested. Yeah, bring people um, on the show. Okay, so what I want to do is talk about all of the entries we had um, because we had 10 entries in total and they were fantastic. Nice. And we, it's a shame. Can we show them? They're quite long. Ah, right, okay. We'll be here for a while. <laughs> yeah. uh, I can show you. Maybe just the, the opening line. Because um, we've talked yeah, about opening yeah, yeah, lines. Perhaps, perhaps. Let's... Uh, share the screen there okay oh bollocks i did that again yeah <clears> sorry guys bear with me not literally oh i'm so stupid um yeah they were really good entries and i think we were spoiled um with the quality we did have so it's kind of hard to pick winners but there were some um can you see this now so this yep. is my youtube if i go to my channel and if you want to watch these, just follow what I'm doing on the screen. So go to the Writing Community Chat Show page. 50 subscribers, that's gone up. If you're on YouTube, if you're watching this show right now and you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, go and do it right now. Um, nope. And it's live now. We are live now, it says right there. That's cool. Um, so go up here, playlists on the top, and you will see season two playlists, so interviews from season two, um, odd videos <laughs> going back to when we first started with other video platforms, and it's really funny. Um Faces from Places, we very briefly started that. Bedtime Story Competition is what you want to look at. Now, straight away on the screen, Mario Delalio, Delalio, um, 16 likes on there. He's had 139 views, which is fantastic. Um, and a couple of great, you know, comments. Scary Story Mario, it kind of was. Uh, wonderful. 
Um, Maestro is always, Halo is always fantastically commented on the thing. So Mario, we'll start off with a couple of seconds of this and let's have a listen. Greetings everyone. My name is Mario Delolio and I'm going to be doing a reading from my memoir coming about life in the balance. Uh, it's a story about uh, my husband and I <laughs> who lived in San Francisco um, and uh, decided to chuck it all and buy a boat and sail off to the Caribbean, uh, to St. Thomas in the Virgin Islands. Fantastic. Uh, the sailing adventure didn't go as planned. Well, there you go. So Mario went on a sailing adventure. This is a complete true story, by the way. And his book, um, we will, we've will we had an interview with Mario. It's a fantastic show. So please, if you're interested in that story, uh, listen to that um, show. And please buy his book and support him. So that's that comment from Ross. Like, yeah. Just brilliant. He said, Ross said, if you're on the thing, you can't listen to this. Have I, have I missed it? Yeah, he said, if you watch yourselves live now, you can time travel and create an infinite paradox. Um, <laughs> yeah. It'd be like uh, a, a budget version of Tenant. Yeah. So, uh, number two, Anya Pavil, who's, who's watching the show right now. What an entry, by the way. Hi. This is Look at this outfit. And the Moon Hunter is by me. <laughs> so now you see why. So now I see why you like the rain, Deanne said with a knowing smile. But why didn't you just run back to the library and stay? I took a sip of the tea that you'd given me, relishing the caffeine that awakened my senses. Even thousands of miles from Ani Island, <laughs> I still remember the beautiful sensations of that day. Oh my God, that dog is dressed up. Yeah, even the dog <laughs> was dressed up. That's brilliant. And the first twinges of love springing See, from that my that was a cat, it'd scratch, it'd scratch your face <laughs> off for wearing goggles. That, that dog would not sit on your, uh, your lamp either. Um, oh, there's an interest, uh, familiar face there, look. Hello, everybody. Uh, we're not watching that one. <laughs> that was me, uh, just promoting my book. Um, Carolyn Ruffles. Hi, everyone. I'm Carolyn. Uh, she had 77 views. And I'm going to give you Amazing a job. preview of my romantic thriller. Romantic thriller. That's a great cover, by the way. Um, so I'm going to read you the prologue. Thank you very much, um, Writing Community Chat Show, for this great opportunity. So it begins. Prologue. 1am. Under cover of night, the doctor slipped through the door and into the hospital. Ooh. The reception area Straight is into the empty in the half gloom. Yeah, happy with that one, are you? Drink and confectionery machines <laughs> stood silent for centuries. That's brilliant, yep. Shattered shop. That was a really interesting story, that one. It's really good. Um, next one, 29 views. Hello. Hello. My name is Tim McLaughlin, Hello, author Tim. of Tall Tales, Volume 1. What now, a great name, guys. by the title that it is not a standard novel format. Tall Tales is actually a collection of short stories that all together tells a much larger story. And Clever. volume one is just that, mm -hmm. the first anthology of those stories. Anthology. And so each chapter is its own short story. So today I'll be reading a story from... I wonder Tom how many of him he wrote whilst he was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> what is that for? Because you can write short stories on the ball. 2nd of December, oh. 2002. Robert Partridge never seemed to get the impressive bucks. Sure, he'd get a deer each year. But... All right, Chris, what about that introduction? He never seems to get the impressive books. Yeah, it's all right. He didn't wake up, though, did he? So that's good. He didn't. No. Um, next one. We've got a couple more. Um, 27 views. A uh, couple of comments there. JN Superman. She ate a second one in for us. Hey, everyone. So it's been a couple of weeks since I did a reading. 
and sitting here next to my amazing waterfall that I built. That's very cool. Which I absolutely love. It's my piece. So with the nice weather, all the kids are out riding bikes and shit. <laughs> and so I thought I would read my... Is she related to my grandma? <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> with this many kids in my house, there is always one hurt. <laughs> I have been to more doctors and dentist appointments than any one person could do in their entire fucking life. <laughs> but the hardest of those days is when it's a real fucking emergency. Yes, the never-ending... Is this a book or a life? Yeah. Yes. Oh, right, okay, fair 12 enough. 12 hours, and then one of your children decide to be a dumbass during those final hours. Then you're off to spend hours upon hours in a fucking hospital waiting for the news of how bad it is. Over the years, my kids have literally blown teeth out of their jaws, root and all. <laughs> this was a double trip, hospital and dentist. Yeah, I quite like that, you know. Yeah, the Superman thing is not related in that story, but yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's it's kind of um, it's good. It's, uh, this the next one, SJ Hudson. Uh, she couldn't get a video to work. She tried to fair play to this lady three or four times to send me the files and they just weren't happening so basically she sent me the audio file and i put a video overlay on a um, couple of views on there and uh good story and in fact i undersold that this is a ch children's story about a lion and it kind of tackles mental health as well i absolutely love this hi this is sj hudson and this is my entry for your competition i hope you like it um the book is titled the lion who longs for spot and it's due for release in the next few weeks. Um, it's based on children's mental health and um, supports low self-esteem and self-belief. So, here goes. Hope you like it. She's got a great her voice, by the way. was a lion named Lottie. Yeah. And her dream was to become spotty. She would sit for hours and hours a day, wishing she looked different in every way. Lottie was feeling envious as she watched her friends run by. All she longed for was some spots, and it got her asking why. Nice. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I think I like that's it. fantastic. Um, great, great. I think I might look in purchasing that. Uh, three more to go. Um, Anna Marcy Cat. Uh, she's had a couple of views, a couple of comments. Um, this is her new book that's out very soon. And Hello. let's have a little listen. Sounded like she had something else on. <laughs> I've got to say, um, I love the way uh, Anna says series, because she says serious, and it could mm. be a German thing, I don't know, but I find it hilarious. And if it's not, and it is, she just means series, <laughs> then no one tell her, because uh, it's funny. For this wonderful radio show. Podcast. Chris and Chris. And <laughs> <laughs> no, we got that for many times before. So, for a bedtime story today, I'm going to read out of. Look at that cover. It's called Dark City, and it's my brand new book. It's the second book. That is a book that you could beat a vampire to death with. That's a Do you know what? Just looking at that, it looks like a movie poster. It, it is does. It's fantastic. Um, and her books are fantastic. Um, Behind Blue Eyes is just phenomenal. Yeah, that looks great. 
Now, one uh, another great entry. D- Dimas Rio, he was one of our beer sponsors uh, going back a while with this very book. Um, he oh, pulls let, out some... <clears throat> Before you start, let, can we recognise any of those books? Uh, the one on the top left behind his head, the Harry red and Potter. blue one, that's definitely Harry Potter, isn't it? Harry Potter there. Yeah. Uh, that's... Um, that's got King written on it. I'm not sure if it's Stephen King. That looks like J.K. <laughs> Rowling's. There's not going to be many other Kings, surely. It, just, it could be called King something, you sarcastic bastard. <laughs> anyway. Hello, everybody. This is brilliant. My name is Dumas Rio, and this is the first time I filmed myself talking directly to... Hang on. As uh, <laughs> <laughs> shined on the website is someone from Dublin Island. Uh, Connor, are you on my website? <laughs> <Carry it. laughs> so I Hang on. This is all. <laughs> what are you laughing at, mate? It just sounded like he said something else. Uh, okay, let's uh, let's go back. Um, back to the start. Let's see what he's on about. Hello, everybody. My name is Dumas Rio, and this is the first time I filmed myself talking to. <laughs> so I apologize in advance if this is all a bit. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit about myself. I live in the city of Jakarta, Indonesia. For those, but hang on, hang on, Chris. You didn't say I feel myself on the camera, okay? It sounded a bit like it, but he didn't say that. But what I'm going to say is, right? This he gives us a fantastic cultural <laughs> lesson, and then he goes into check this out: black and white with dramatic music for his tale. The colonial style building was deeply. How amazing is that? I think that's fantastic. So, uh, one more, and this is Adam Wing. Um, very smiley face on Adam Wing, who we still need to interview because we interviewed Adam and the files were all crap when we went back to the old software. Um, and he's going to come on the show again at some point. But this was great as well. Hello, my name is Adam Wing, and I'm going to be reading to you today the first chapter from my book, Matriarch. Cool cover. Matriarch. It is with Adam. I've actually seen his book in in uh, Waterstones. Oh wow! Yeah, so I don't know how he's done that. The eldest. Fate, destiny, doom. Fate, destiny, our doom. Decide our futures, queens of fortune and potential. So small are we in their eyes, so titanic their vision. That's very cool, and um, that's a good way to start a show, uh, a show, um, a, book. a book. So there are ten things that we, you know we've been uh, received in the competition. So I want to reveal the top three uh, that I've chosen. And like I said, we will buy books from um, each of these people that we've picked from the top three. And every single entry, to be honest with you, was absolutely fantastic. Honestly, um, I really enjoyed every single one of them, and. I it was hard to choose these, and this is something I want to do each year, and hopefully next year it'll be bigger and better somehow. Um, and there are a few things coming that will be you you guys will want to hear out about, um, which I've hinted to on Twitter. But let's go through it, right? So my number my number three, oh, I, I'm really stuck between these two for number two and three. Uh, my number three is um, it's Dimas Rio. Um, Hello, and because my name is Dumas, not because he felt feels himself on camera, Chris, uh, because he gave us such a good cultural lesson. Um, 
about what his book is about, where it came from, and the stories of his culture, and the black and white and the dramatic dramatic music. Uh, music, and he read the story really well. And please go and watch it if you haven't. Um, I just think that was fantastic. So well done. We will buy your book. Um, Anders, uh, it is a German thing. Uh, Sirius. Oh, I'm gutted because I thought she was just saying it wrong and I thought it was really funny. Um, so her Sirius is out now. Um, nice to see you on the show, Anders. Uh, okay, number two, moving up a bit, is... Um, I can't I can't ignore it. Uh, is Anya Pavil. Um well done, Anya. This is part How of can we not uh, celebrate a dog in a tutu and someone who's dressed up as a crazy pirate, uh, COVID pirate, who's going swimming? I mean, I like it. <clears throat> regardless, if you read uh, the back of a Sun newspaper, I think you would come second for that outfit. Um, mm. Thank you for making the effort. And you did read a fantastic story, too. So not but, of that. I'm just pointing out there, Moon Hunters is actually a really good book as well, uh, which I need to review. Because uh, I've yeah. read it now, I need to review it on Amazon, so I'll be doing that very shortly. Anya, the Pirate Queen, indeed. Mm. Um, writing Hub uh, 2, hello. Welcome to the show, and she loves it. Um, and number one, we did say that um, reviews, comments, um, all our views and comments and all these sort of things would pay, uh, help us, you know, uh, decide. And we can't ignore the fact that Mario... Hello, number one. Um, Greetings, It's had 140 views, multiple comments, hundreds of shares on Twitter. Um, and again, the story is fantastic. It's a real-life story, uh, which is crazy. And Mario, um, we've got to give it to you. It's been a great week for you. Uh, signed by uh, an agent and all that business. And uh, fantastic entry. Thank you guys so much for entering. Well done, Mario. It's a clap going on there. Um, I'm humbled by this. Uh, especially given the amazing talent in this crew. Do you know what? Um, I on. Whoa. Interrupting this newsflash. Anya Pavil got married by pirates. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wow, is that... Uh freely by your own choice or you're forced, <laughs> forced you're to be married by um yeah well done mario fantastic effort woohoo mario um uh yeah mario well deserved it is well deserved and the fact that you know um such a happy soul so engaged in the twitter um uh, this whole writing community thing which is what this whole show is about yes well done to every single one of you ent- you that you entered um we're really happy that you did because you know we only had 10 um which isn't a load, but each one was really quality in in their entries. So we're not taking away from anything else on there. So we yeah, will give you prizes. They're brilliant. Um, and hopefully moving forward, you know, down the line, we're coming up with bigger, better prizes. Honestly, we'll do. Um, and that pretty much is not far off the end of the show, except for let's introduce the weekend's guest, Chris, shall we? Yeah. Ooh. This weekend's guest. We've got one this weekend, don't we? Friday. Oh No, we've got two. Oh, we've got two. Yeah. So the first guest, she was an absolute pleasure to chat to. Um, really was really good. 
she was. She was fantastic. She she'd worked on the Graham Norton show. She'd worked on um, Ant and Dex. Is it Saturday Night Takeaway? She worked on Ant and Dick Lake. And, yeah. <laughs> Why, man? Um, but yeah, she's written her first novel, and she chatted to us about it as well. And I have just started reading it because I finished uh, David Nichols' book a few days ago, which I'm still a little bit annoyed about with that book um it didn't end the way i wanted it to nothing against his writing his writing's fantastic but i was pretty annoyed and i'm still annoyed holding a grudge on that um mm. but yeah she she writes something very similar and the way that she writes is very similar so she was fantastic we probably should say her name now <laughs> yeah it kind of helps <laughs> <laughs> uh you just have to guess who she is so go yeah. on Let, let's see if people can guess after that'd be interesting oh, okay it's good radio. <laughs> it is. Um, can anyone? No. Just, People have a guess. So she's she is a romance writer who has released her first book. Her um, new year is a big part to play in her book, so that might give you something to mm-hmm. Google. That's a good clue. Very. I really like the cover of that book as well. It's very. Uh, yeah, it's magical. very shiny. Mm. Which isn't out on paperback yet, by the way. It will be soon. It isn't. Um, go on, Chris. No one's, no one's getting a guess. Just. Uh... I can't yet, mate, because I only know her first name. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking through. I'm trying to find my. Oh, August. seriously? No, I, I've uh, forgotten. It starts. The first one's an S. There's yeah, another I know her first guess. name. Starts with an S. Oh, hang on. Let me, when you're talking about that, Mario says, um, "Is there a first prize trip to Wales?" And um, Ross said, no one <laughs> wants that. And Mario said, not even to visit you guys. And Ross said, no. I mean, no one wants to go to Wales. And then <laughs> Mario said, don't you live there too? <laughs> uh, no, he so, doesn't, Mario. Ross lives in the Franks. I've remembered who it is. Go on, then. I remember the first name. It's Sophie. But it's Sophie Cousins. Sophie and, Cousins. Indeed it was. Yes. And she wrote this book. Which, if I can get the cover, because you don't seem to have to go. Um, um, go on. Uh, if you, there we go. If you, that you see is, that? No, that's just a blank screen. Um, <sighs> and I've deleted yeah. it off my desktop. There we go. Anyway, oh, there you go. So there, this time next year, her tweet was very confusing. And um, it's a really nice looking cover. It's all about like a romantic story, like New Year's. Um, and a, she said, two people basically born on the same day, same hospital, very different paths that meet again and there's something to do with new year's like reminiscing and it sounded like a great story so and genuinely really good interview really enjoyed it very uh engaging and funny so that's on friday at oh, eight o'clock i'm sure sophie won't mind but i'm just going to read the first paragraph because we were talking about opening lines so the night jam was rammed Pounding music pulsed through the club and the walls felt uh, sticky and with sweat, alcohol, likely worse. Minnie held tightly to Greg's hand as they jostled through the crowd near the door. There you go, that's the first paragraph. Oh, I thought that was it, yeah. <laughs> no, but straight into the action again, like we were yeah. talking about. You know, so they're in the uh, middle of a nightclub, not waking up. I've looked, at, for... looked into this book since we had it on the show and the, the reviews and... Um blurbs and stuff just fantastic i really fancy reading that and it's not my usual type of read <clears throat> um writing hub says sounds good it does um it does i like right writing hub when she comments because i actually know who she is like i know everybody else obviously but 
I, I don't. Um, I, know, I said, know you don't, but we could go to Wales. We could visit you in Wales. Mario said, I've been to England, Scotland, and Northern Ireland. Wales is next on the UK list. Um, nice. Honestly, next year, if we can get some writing convention going, like an actual one that's really established, and we can take the writing show to there, even if me and Chris just go with a GoPro or something crazy and film the whole weekend for um, yeah. uh, the show... Uh, YouTube channel, whatever, I think would be amazing, especially if some of you guys could join us. Or oh, if, oh, if people just got a flight to Wales and can you get a flight to Wales? We got an airport. <laughs> um, and you then we had a sleepover get, at Agates. You have to get a hot air balloon uh, and just mm. hope you land in the right place, not on a mountain or on a sheep, you know. Yeah. Um, so, Sophie Cousins is on Friday, eight o'clock on a Friday night chat show, and then the Moonlight Sessions will be at 2 a.m. in the UK time on the Friday night, Saturday morning. So is a prime time in America. And that guest has um, written uh, three feature films, feature films that have won awards and have had starred some really now big actors uh, a few years back. And he has also sold over one million books uh, and is recently... Um, what, uh, he's a finalist very soon in the uh, Veteran Awards, which is a, kind of a big thing too. And that uh, guest on Saturday Moonlight Session show is Dougie Brimson. And um, he states is one of the most famous people or writers maybe that you'll never heard of. Uh, he has some opinion uh, opinions that perhaps always don't agree, people don't agree with. Um, yeah, you did is, this one on your own, didn't you? I did, yeah. Uh, no, it was great. Your second lonesome interview, which Indeed. I've done two. My first was with Henrietta McCurvey, God bless her soul, because she persevered. Has she passed? <laughs> no, she hasn't. But she, <laughs> um, she put up with me for a bit, so that was that was good. Oh, and then I, thought, with... I thought the way you said that, like she's had a terrible accident and she's gone. No, no I meant like I was just a bumbling idiot, not knowing what I was saying, and she was like very nice about it. And then oh. Jasper Ford was my second. Get it to um, yeah, he was fantastic. Mm. And obviously, this is your second. Yeah. Going um, alone, solo interview. I interviewed Laura Coyette, Coyette who is a massive uh, Hollywood star. I mean, you may not know off the front pages, but she's been in like, she mingles with the big kids of, you know, the old people of Hollywood. You know what I mean? <laughs> she's with the big kids. She's with the big kids. Um, like, you, Richard, my, oh my God. <laughs> Richard Dreyfuss's and people like that. I mean, honestly, Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio. Come on, yeah, that's Ka the biggest DiCaprio, one. That's the big uh, Quentin yeah, Tarantino, DiCaprio. just buddies. Do you know what I mean? It was mm. amazing. Um, and then uh, Dougie Brimson on the weekend, who is you know he's written many different genres, fiction, non-fiction books, and it's really impressive the writing he has done. Um, so that's definitely one to to watch as well. And um, Mario said, "Party in Wales." Uh, whoop whoop. Um, it's all about venues, you know. It's, it's quite small. Um, so those Sorry, two shows we'll, this week... we'll, we'll stay on your couch, Chris. Like we'll get sleeping well, bags. The whole writing community chat show fan club. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a mess. We'll, we'll bring our own sleeping bags. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll sleep where we fall, type thing. Sleep where you all fall. Oh, fall. We sleep yeah, yeah. where we all. Uh, new weird saying. Yeah. Uh, so um, yeah, those two shows this weekend. Definitely tune into those shows again. Please like, retweet this, um, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And if you don't already, on Amazon, uh, no, Apple Podcasts, we have five, nine um, reviews, ratings. Mm. It's been there for ages. I kind of want 10. Um, but that, if you've, 
I was going to say that review that you posted the other day was really like I'd never read that before, and that was really nice. It was like in Christmas, really, Christmas in your living room. I was like, oh, yeah, they feel like they're on the couch with us, right there. Yeah, invisible person. Uh, so yeah, please, um, you know, if you go on there and sort of uh, give us a comment and a rating, it kind of helps people <laughs> come to the show and listen and watch it. Um, and if you subscribe to us on there, whatever. It kind of uh, downloads the shows automatically, which gives us views and stuff, which really helps. Uh, Mario so, says, "Are we going to have a guest on now? Are you going to invite oh, yeah. a guest on? Um, yeah, we can quickly. Um, if someone comments in the comment thing and really wants to quickly come on and have a quick chat with us, then let us know, and I'll send you a um, an invite. Yeah, we'll send you a link and get you on. Writing Hub Two. Ooh, Writing Hub <laughs> Two would be good because I don't know who this is." Uh, <laughs> You're a mystery to me. I doubt she'll do it. She's probably gone red, the fact that I've mentioned it. Oh, really? Is she yeah. a shy one? She's not. Um, well, yeah, she is, I suppose, if you don't know her, but she's not if you do know her, which I suppose is everyone. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, no one's commented, so kind of cool that no one wants to come on. Um, yeah, so I think I don't think we'll have a party in Wales just yet because the COVID thing is getting worse again, which is kind of crazy. But at least we'll have shows to, to play to you guys. Eh? At least you can listen to the podcast and kind of wish you were here. Um, Mario said, will Halo be there? I don't know. Is Halo coffee? still here? Or is she gone? If she's had enough coffee, she more than likely could probably run here. Halo, uh, if you're still here, come on and talk to us about Echoes of Blood. Yeah, I don't want to know how dark that gets compared to uh, book <laughs> one. Because if it is worse, then I, I like a dark thing and I don't think I can read it. <laughs> <laughs> I was honestly one scene in that book is no trust me mate you've not got to that no one no scene I'm just telling you one scene in that book has stayed with me for quite a while um, <laughs> does it involve of... a police officer no it involves someone on the have wall. you got to that bit yet no no wow no I don't think so it involves uh, someone attached to a wall and some self pleasurements using mm. some powers I was like no way uh, mm. but yes way Kind of went there. Um, yeah, no, guess she's not commented. Mate. Yeah, Sa saddle up. Uh, we will light an Elmo on fire. She'll come. It's a beacon. Um, <laughs> so a massive that. Elmo up in Brecon beacons would be quite ironic. Uh, oh, Mario says mm -hmm. he'll come on if if we like. Um, uh, do you know what, Mario? Of, of course. Of course. Um, so let's send him. Uh, thingy majiggy, and we can congratulate him on all his magical success he's had recently. Yeah, no, um, yeah, he's done very well. And was it Pit Mad or something that he got picked up from, or was it separate? I think so, but we can find out for sure, for definite. Um, okay. it was quite quick, whatever it was, because for I remember sure. him saying like an agent liked um, his pitch, and then, um, yeah, and then. Next thing Yay. we know, he's like, bum, bum, bum. Elmo and Halo's back. Yeah. She must have, she must have nipped for a pee. Um, Halo can come on as well. Or coffee. And talk about Echoes of Blood. Oh, go on, and Halo, I'll send you a thing if you're interested. Um, uh, just if you're not, don't worry about it. Um, okay. I'm quite good at this multitasking now and talking at the same time. Um, oh, okay. Um, maybe not. I just heard a beep, so I think Mario is waiting to come on. Um, He's in the waiting room. Ooh. 
There he is. Here we go. Hey! <laughs> it's good to see you. <laughs> Hello. Oh, great show today. Oh, thank oh, you. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Well done, Mario. Well done. We're so proud of you. So tell us, Mario, um, how did this uh, signing of, of your book and how did this come around? So two things happened within the same week. I mean, it honestly was a huge week for me. Yeah. So I did do Pit Mad and um, I did get one agent who was interested. And in another book, in the book about uh, okay. my parents' love story, Letters from Italy. So mm. I'm like over the moon over that. So I sent her the first 10 pages and she said, this is right up my alley. And she said, send the next 50. So I, I did that. And um, now she wants a proposal. And that's kind of... That's rather quick, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God. But that's the part you have to give a, like a whole, like, mm. who are you and what do you bring to the table and all that other stuff and your following. Mm. And that freaks me out. You know, like, I, I don't even know yeah. how to do that. But well, do you know what? That story about your parents and the love letters, I think it's, fa it's a fantastic and kind of original idea that they would love. So I can mm. see completely why yeah. they've gone for it. So I'm really hoping it, it goes to the next level with that. I mean, mm -hmm. we're still in conversations, but my goodness, to have her. Uh, and it's one of the biggest agencies on the West Coast of the United States. So wow. they have some best sellers on their list. So. And you won the massive writing community 10 pound thing. Um, I know. That's amazing. <laughs> you, you have to buy a lottery ticket now. I mean, that's the, that's the, that's the third I'm, thing. Go right out. Go yeah. right but then, then the other thing during the, the same week was that uh, this agency that I or publisher that I um, that I knew only from Twitter um, mm. followed me, and um, I went to their their website. And I was like, "Oh, what the heck? Let me throw my stuff out there," and they uh, they made me an offer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Mario, well, that that um, tweet that you sent with the the news about it and the the cover is that the cover that's going to be the actual cover or is that just like a bit of a mock-up for now it's a mock-up for now mm. but i gotta say i, I really like it because it's very evocative i mean mm. you know i i used to like i used to walk those streets and mm. look up at the, those uh those are the statues on the top of the colonnade in front of saint peter's basilica and mm. uh i actually in my first paragraph of the book, I mentioned those statues standing like sentinels protecting wow. Holy Mother Church. So mm. it's, no, uh, I thought it, I thought it was a really striking, but really like just like wow type cover. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I hope I hope the publishers don't deviate too much from that because yeah. I, I thought it's fantastic. Yeah, they're they're gonna. Um, I spoke to them today. They're gonna send me a few other mock-ups, and uh, you know, like I, it's a small publishing house, and they mm. they want my feedback. So that's nice. nice. Well, yeah, we, nice. we would most definitely give you feedback if you were uh, after that feedback, you know, uh, send it through the groups if you're wanting to. And we will uh, come yeah. indeed. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't, be, couldn't be happier, Mario. Honestly, the fact that, you know, um, only uh, like, you know, last year, this kind of thing wasn't a thing. And now it's all coming together. And, and right. the fact that we've interviewed you and spoke about that journey and now it's become something bigger is really cool. Really cool. Yeah. 
it's it's kind of a it, it, my I'm, my heart is beating so fast right now because I'm like, yeah. wait, is this really happening? <laughs> <laughs> um, and this is uh, it's kind of exciting because I, I was writing up acknowledge, acknowledgments and all these these new men because that's the name of the book hmm. uh, that I went to school with back then um, who told me stories. I'm I asked them like, can I? Thank you. Can I acknowledge you? And they're like, absolutely. Throw me in there. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, brilliant. It's very oh, cool. That. So we're hoping it's going to be out before Christmas. Wow. Yes. Nice. Yeah. That's a quick turnaround. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll we'll see. It depends. Well, if that is going to happen, Mario, you're going to have to come mm. back on the show, and we'll have to give that a whole, a whole show and a good push as well, because I'm sure mm. everyone will want to want to be part of that. Mm. So, you know, I wish you all the best with that, and I hope it really becomes something that. It, it, you can only imagine, you know. Yeah. Um, so let's Definitely. hope so. Let's... We're after films, everything. Yes. Oh, well, like... a gr- yeah, a great TV series on Netflix. It is, <laughs> contra- it is controversial. There's some spiciness, not mm. quite Halo spicy. But... No, Netflix love one of the, you know they love a show like that, you know. Um, <laughs> it could cool. be the next Lucifer. <laughs> yes. Yeah, definitely. Indeed. Uh, right. So we're going to finish the show up in a second, Mario. Mm. But what I'm going to say. I'm going to ask you the question because I've got homework for the uh, the fans of this show this week. Ah. ah, and what that homework is, I want to know everybody's best excuse for when they can't be asked to write. And now, I want people to tweet us on the show or whatever, send us a message, and we will talk about it in next week's show. But have you got a great excuse that you use when you really just can't have you haven't got that mindset and you just want to avoid the writing? Yeah, it's usually like. Uh... Uh, I'm old and I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Chris? Have you got one? Um, normally it's a two-year-old um, messing yeah. around and just knocks yeah. me off kilter. And just like, yeah, oh. that's a good excuse. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I'm good with Mario's club. Just being tired is kind of a, an ass kicker. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. So uh, thank you, Mario, for coming on. And we will have to do a show soon. We spoke about when this behind the scenes is growing for you guys. That we, once we get this sorted, it will be a fantastic show. Absolutely. And be a few people on. So we'll keep that under wraps for now. Oh, man. Um, there's something else that's under wraps that we're going to reveal some point and which is going to interest you guys again. So uh, this week we're going to sign off and let's all give Mario uh, congratulations on, on his things. Um, Thank you so much for coming back on. Namaste. And <laughs> please uh, listen, listen to the show Friday and Saturday, Friday night, Saturday. And uh, we will be back Wednesday next week for another Indie Wednesday show similar to this, because I think moving forward, we might try and adopt this process and we kind of think it works. So let us know if you prefer us to live on Wednesday rather than the Friday. Um, you know, let us know and, and, and tweet us. And Standing Ovation says, Halo Scott. So we will sign off. Thank you guys for coming on and see you on Friday. Thank you, guys. You love it when I get so high And drop that ass so low Make you sit right here Now you can't go back home You love it when I get so high And drop that ass so low Make you sit right here Now you can't go back home You love it when I get so high And drop that ass so low Make you sit right here Now you can't go back home You love it when I get so high And drop that ass so low Make you 
Captain brought the camera, time for action Split the legs just like a fraction Tuck the napkin, time for snacking You a motherfucking meal Tell me that it's mine, baby, tell me that it's real Hit it to the max, well, tell me how it feel It's gonna be a minute, cause I'm in it for the thrill Make her feel like heaven, she gonna put me in the wheel And willingly, I wanna do Anything she wanna do I ain't even wanna boo, but this is what the karma do It's hard to be apart from you, cause ooh, I Love it when I get so high And drop that ass solo Make you sit right here Now you can't go back home, you love it when I get so high And drop that ass solo, make you sit right here, nah 